What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu, Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. As always, bringing you incredible guests. My next guest is a professional speaker, as you can see her holding the mic right there. She is a creator and also a podcast host of Attention to Intention podcast. Please welcome Megan Miller. Megan, thank you for joining us today. I am so happy to be here with you, your fur babies, this community, your badass energy. I am am beyond ecstatic. And my Phil Donahue uh, mic here in pose. So thank you for having me. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm excited for this conversation. But I actually wish I had a microphone too now because I feel like we should be on stage like having this dialogue like back and forth, like very very dynamic and like full of energy. Yes. <laughs> well, you know what? Well, you heard it here first, my friends. We are going to Oprah Super Soul Sunday road tour Deanna and Megan. We're going to do it. All right. Woo-hoo. That is my next goal is to get on stage speaking, but I, it has to be something that I'm passionate about that's going to be impactful. So speaking of that, you had led a very um, successful life in the corporate world. You um, were a sales executive in the hospitality industry, and you managed 150 hotels with a billion dollars in revenue. Whoa, is that a lot of responsibility? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, here's the really funny thing. You know, I was a C-plus student. I had a 600 SAT score, and I lied about that for years. (laughs) Never even came clean with that until I was 38. I was told by the outside world for the longest time that I wouldn't amount to anything. Speech impediment, last can't pick for dodgeball, you name it. And I think that that, it's interesting that that our childhood stories are the things we run from. Yeah. But that sets the groundwork for everything. So having, having that backstory, as soon as I found the first thing that ever made me feel that I was worthy, that I was good, that I had something to contribute, you know, it was like a drug. And I was sure. addicted to it for 15 years. 15 yeah. Years. Yeah. Um, I think that when we are, when we have been told those things in our, as our younger selves, that it, it kind of drives us to prove that we are not what we're being told that we are. And so, you know, so I've, I have experienced tremendous abuse by my father. I then perpetuated the cycle and got into abusive relationships with boyfriends. I got into, you know, as a victim of human trafficking and then I got, you know, da 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 And so after experiencing all that stuff, it pushed me to want to create this podcast because I had all those different labels on me. But I digress. So for 15 years, and how was that climbing the the corporate ladder? That had, I mean, I, I, I personally, I don't know. I can't, I, I've never been in a position where I would do that. So I'm always like in awe of people that are able to do it. Yeah. Well, let me backtrack for a second and and say that I applaud you for your honesty and the vulnerability in sharing your story. Thank you. That is some of the most difficult, difficult shit to do is to to get real with your own story and feel comfortable sharing it not only with yourself but with others. So I applaud you for, for the work you're doing, the vulnerability and community. I just I, I love it. Thank you. Um, so to your question on climbing the corporate ladder, man. It, the only thing I can compare it to is that it was like a drug. It gave me hits. Every time that I got the validation, either closing a deal or senior management was like, you're amazing, Megan, save the day again. Yeah. 
it was a drug and I was always searching for it. And here's what's interesting. And I think, Dina, we all get caught in this loop of I will be happy when. So I will be happy when I get the next promotion, when I get the next title after my name, when I get the next pay grade, when I fit in the skinny jeans, when I get the kitchen renovation, right? Like it's always yeah. it's always the next goalpost. And that goalpost keeps moving and moving and moving. So for me, Dina, keeping climbing this corporate ladder, which became addiction for 15 years, I kept telling myself, well, I'll be happy on the next thing. I'll be happy on the next thing. I'll be happy on the next thing. And guess what? Happiness was never on the end of the next thing. No, no, it, it never, it never really is. Um, I, I mean, having to climb that corporate ladder had to be kind of um, intense because, I mean, people are catty in that world and they are backstabbers. That's something that I've never, like, I, I've always challenged when I was in the corporate world, I always challenged my managers. And for that, they didn't like that. And anybody that would try to step on me, I would be in their face. So I'm not good at playing that game because it's like what you see is what you get. I'm not one. I cannot stab people in the back because I'm just not like that. I, I just don't. I've never I've never wanted to be like that. I don't want to be fake. I, I don't have it in me. I wear my heart on my sleeve. So I don't really have it in me to be like that. So like how is it to recovering from that? Because I'm sure you experienced a lot of that, no? I love that you're bringing attention to this because I was just talking to my husband about this last night, the the air quote political game that you play in corporate America and you don't even realize it when yeah. you are in the thick of it. So for me, and I can only see it now, which isn't that something you can never see it in the muck and mur of it, but you, you, you can see it on the other end if you give yourself enough silence and space to yeah. really dissect it. So what I mean by that is, you know, for these 15 years, now I can look back and see, oh my God, chameleon mode people pleasing, all of these big buzzwords you hear, I had it all. I had it all. And I think we all get that to a certain degree of we're raised to be the good daughter, good student, good employee. And then I got in a job of sales, which basically for me, I felt I became a chameleon mode of whoever you wanted me to be. Yeah. To get the deal, to get the sale. And that mor morph morphed into all aspects of, of my life. So I had no identity no no opinion on anything you like mexican food so did i you wanted to watch the eagles on sunday all day so did i you yeah. wanted to watch 80s movies so did i like in any aspect of anything your opinion was my opinion and i and i really think that i had that at childhood but then that got morphed through my um constant appetite to get the next tier on the corporate ladder. Sure, sure. So what was it? What was the like the aha moment or the come to come to Jesus moment where you were like, that's it, no more of this. Like something happened to shake that tree that that you were like that stability tree that you were on in the corporate world. Yeah, I love this question. Thank you because I think that we all have. I call them life tattoo moments. <laughs> Why that's a new one. I've never heard of that before. You can use it, my friend. And I say, you know what? There are moments in life that you can go back to like that. Yeah. Brings you to your knees. Yeah. And for me, it was this one moment. Remember it like it was yesterday, seven years ago. I am on the major expressway going in and out of the city of Philadelphia called 76. Not the best place to have a mental breakdown. 
and I just had a mental breakdown. You could call it universe, you could call it divine, you could call it God, whatever you want to call it. But at that moment, the universe was like, listen, dummy, I've been trying to talk to you, you haven't listened. So I get this promotion corner office next to the CEO and president, company newsletter every other month. Finally got the title that I thought was going to make me happy. Yeah. And a couple months later, I'm driving and I pull over the car and I'm just sobbing uncontrollably, thinking, how did my life get here? Everything looks good on surface level, but I'm popping Lexipro. I am binge drinking because I hate the silence. Yeah. I am in loveless relationship after a loveless relationship. Yeah. I am cut off from my closest family and friends because I cannot hear how great their life is when I am barely hanging on. And I am $20,000 in debt because I keep spending thinking yeah. that the happiness is on the other end of the new trendy handbag. Yeah. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, how did I get here? And at that moment, that began the snail's pace, being a snail's pace of a journey to begin to get to know that I, the woman that I never took time to get to know me. Yeah. It's powerful. Oh, it is. It is. And then another serendipitous universal moment. I think there's so many of them in a day. If you rise up off the screen and the to-dos and the emails and the social pings to lean into it. Yeah. And uh, that Christmas, so I have the mental breakdown. That Christmas, I get from my ex-boyfriend two Christmas gifts. One, you're going to be like, why the hell didn't you leave? It was a uh, anti-aging cream. You got me anti-aging cream. For Christmas. <laughs> I always block on beauty products, but I guess I would I want to understand what the message was there. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I'm all about anti-aging, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. Huh. That's interesting. Okay. Correct. Not what I was expecting under the Christmas tree. And yeah. then the other gift, and this was the one that changed my life, Dana, was a Tony Robbins box CD set. Now I'm going to age Ooh. myself. You remember the CD sets that would fold out? And I was so desperate. It's funny you don't realize how hungry you are for something until you get it to feed your soul. So I was just existing, going through the motions. And I listened to the CD set, and I was like, oh, my God, I needed this. And one day, I hear his words. Anyone ever tell you something, and you just clicks One time, like, they can tell you it over and over again, and then one time it just clicks. Yeah. And what I heard was the common denominator in your life is you. Yes. And if you want to fix any area of your life, you have to start with the hardest person there is and the person you've never been taught to have a relationship with you. It's yeah. not the job. It's not your boss. It's not your colleagues. It's not your family situation. Not your partner. It's you. Right. Yeah. The work has to start with you first. Yeah. And so um, after having all these different aha moments, what was what was your next step? How did you leave corporate? And what did you like? Talk to us about that journey a little bit. Yeah. And thank you for that question. I love that because you hear people's stories and we're so quick to want to rip the Band-Aid off. So we're like, I'm not happy in my job. I'm quitting. I don't like the relationship. I'm ending it. I'm going to pick up and move. Dry January. The cleanse. Like we want these quick fixes. Yeah. But that's not the way it works. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> 
I'm still saying things. Come on, man. It is an ever, it's like a non, never ending journey. Like, you know, it could, we're never going to reach that destination because we should always be looking to heal, you know, grow, learn, you know, all those good things. And it's uncomfortable as all hell. No one likes it. I, yeah. I, I can tell you seven years into this, I still have these demons that are emerging. And I'm like, I thought I dealt with this. Yeah. But to, so to answer your question, it's been slow. I like to say it's been like molasses, this journey, slow and steady. So the first thing that happened was the relationship ended that I was in, the toxic relationship. Um, then I started to get into writing. Okay. Started with five minutes, pen to paper. How am I feeling today and why? Yeah. I didn't even reread it. It just became so cathartic, and that began the process in getting to know myself. So then the next thing was, it's funny how these little, I like to say they're like these little tiny micro steps that build off each other, right? So then I started to, so the relationship ended. Then I, I you know, obviously moved somewhere else, and I started writing, and I had this time and this silence to myself, and then I changed what I was listening to so every morning I would listen to a podcast that elevated me and then I found that it just gave me slow and steady the courage to begin to fill these other drawers in my life that went empty yeah and slowly and again it's been seven years that has given me the courage to build this movement which is gifting high performers the toolkit and the community and the language to detox off the drug of achievement that I've had to learn over seven years. So transitioning off the job happened slowly, and that would be my advice to everyone. I had a very heart-to-heart conversation with my boss on what I was looking to do. I slowly moved to consulting work with them, and then I slowly transitioned off of that. So it wasn't a rip of the Band-Aid. It was a very slow transition. Wow. That's amazing. So I mean that and it has to feel so good from to look back at where you were to where you are today. You know, I just had lunch the other week with a couple college girlfriends of mine. And I was the college girl that was the drunkest one. I would stay out. I was the latest one. I was about 50 pounds heavier than what I am now because I would just, you know, gorge myself on the Domino's pizza, large one with the cheesy bread, because why not? I would drink to fill the pain. And as I sat in that room with them the other week, I thought to myself, oh my God, I don't even recognize the person that I was. That's amazing, right? It's amazing. And you don't realize how much you grow until you're put in a situation like that with someone from a past chapter or past journey, and you think, oh, my God, I don't even remember who that person was. That's beautiful, though. How amazing. So you um, laid the foundation of helping high-performing, go-getting professionals to stop living to make it to Friday, sleepwalking through life in a robotic nature and start living with inspiration and fulfillment and connection to your most trusted advisor, yourself. So you have created a movement and a community. Tell us about the community. Yeah, yeah. I'm smiling like the Cheshire cat right now. I just love to hear that. So it was so important to me, Dina, because I was one of those people that thought I had to fight my battles alone in a cocoon. 
and I did for years. I had so many deep, deep, dark moments, and I hid behind a mask. Yeah. We're all culturalized to do that. And so for me, it was so important as I as I got through this journey of getting to know myself and having conversations and being vulnerable and authentic yeah. and sharing what I was going through and hearing other people's stories. I was like, we don't have to struggle alone. Yeah. We can gift each other the toolkit and the conversation in the community. It's amazing how you show up. So that's that's really been the foundation behind it. And so now I am, and this is one of the things I love about coming out of COVID, which who knows if we're out of COVID or not, if we're still in, who, who knows? I don't know, don't get me started, I don't know. <laughs> right. Right. Wherever we are in this journey, I'm so happy that corporate America is finally opening its doors to these conversations of yeah. we are human, you yeah. are not your title, you are human, yeah, And let's give you the tools and resources. So bringing this into corporate America, into a space I struggled with for so long, has been so soul-quenching. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah, I bet. Well, I think that there, because of COVID, because of the pandemic, you know, a lot of it forced a lot of people to really take a hard look at their life and see, like, how unhappy they were being stuck at home. And, you know, we need people in corporate America. We do need those people that thrive there and enjoy that kind of structure and enjoy that kind of life because, you know, these large corporations can't function without humans. No matter how automated we get, you still need humans to serve humans, really, at the end of the day. But people need to be fulfilled in what they're doing. And I think that the like the mental health and that fulfillment piece is very connected and, um, you know, it was very interesting to, to, to see and read about all that stuff that was happening within the corporate structure with their employees that were just leaving left and right because they just weren't happy. I love when you said we need to put this on a T-shirt. You need humans to serve humans. I love. Yes, 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 yes. Praise be. That's like a oh, that's a tweetable moment right there, my friend. <laughs> Um, and here's what's really interesting. And we never take the time in this Herculean sprint to peel back the layers of it. Yeah. When you give yourself just a few moments of the day to do something that feeds your soul, that can be walking the dog for yeah. five minutes outside off the screen or taking the class at 4.30 on a Tuesday that you've always been intrigued about. Yeah. It is amazing then how you show up with reading the emails, how you show up with uh, the conversations with the colleagues, yeah, how you show up at the dining room table. All of it changes when you just give yourself a few moments in a day to commit to one small thing that fills your soul that you're feeling depleted on. Yeah, I'm a big believer in that. You know, you got you to gotta, like take care of yourself. You know, that's very important. So I say if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of anyone else. So make sure you're make, putting time for self-care. So uh, with that being said, where can people find you, connect with you and learn more and tell us about your podcast as well? Yeah. So please come to Megan-Miller.com, M-E-G-A-N-M-I-L-L-E-R.com. That's everything. Um, you can connect with us on Instagram. You can listen to the podcast there, which is called Attention to Intention. And it's 20 minutes, ep 20 minute episodes of me basically saying, hey, here is one micro step for you to think about as you head into the week ahead. One little iota of a moment that you can listen to in your car or in the morning when you're getting ready 
or if you're on the if you are on your kid's soccer field, wherever, where you can just feel the moment to connect with yourself. So the fear, the guilt, the anxiety, all of that, the roller coaster, get off it for a moment and a way to retrain your thoughts. Um, and then also too, I have a, a free gift for everyone on there. It's the micro step journal process. It is four steps. Four steps, Dan, it can take you less than five minutes in the morning and it changes everything it has for me. I've been doing it for seven years and I would love for people to gift themselves just the five minutes yeah. morning with the micro step journal. I love that. You guys are going to put all those links in the show notes, so don't hesitate to go check Megan out. Go download your free journal and get that free gift from her and take those micro steps to living a more fulfilling life, more um, positive life for yourself. Um, I, I think that what she's doing is amazing, so go support her. You're on social media as well, yes? Yep, Instagram, and you can find us on LinkedIn. Awesome. Okay, I'll put those links there too. So, Megan, this is a part of the show where I like to ask for, even though you dropped a lot of wisdom, you dropped a lot of stuff, a lot of really good, like, tangible things for people to walk away with. What are some last words of wisdom or advice you'd like to leave with the audience today? Regardless of where you are in your journey and your season of life, I just want you to know that you are not alone. There is a community here to guide you and love on you and support you. Yes, I love that. Amen to that, sister. Well, thank you so much for sharing your journey um, of finding your way out of something that was destructive to your 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 well-being and your mental health and just you as a person. It looks like you found your purpose and you're running with it. And that is the best thing for I love that. I think that that's why we're here today. And that's why we're sharing your story with the world. And thank you for the courage to build this community. You know, I think we all have these great ideas. Yeah. And then within just a five seconds, we can be like, nope, I'm not doing that. And before the word, before it even comes out of your mouth, you're already discrediting it. So I love the fact that you had the vision for this and you had the courage to put it out in the world. So I am cheering you on, my friend. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. I'm cheering you on too, girl. Where are, where are freaking our pom-poms? <laughs> On that note, you guys, this is your host, Deanna Radulaski with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.